0: You're listening to You Lost Me at Namaste. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld, coming to you live from Bodrum, Turkey, and I am so stoked for today's episode. Oh my gosh, people, have you been feeling the energy like I have? Well, because of that, I decided to bring back World Astrologist to the Stars, (laughs) also live, but from Aspen, Colorado, Rosie Cutter. Welcome to you Lost Me at Namaste, Rosie. Hey, thanks for having me back. I love to come on so much. This is a pleasure. I was just, I'm so excited, first of all, to let our listeners know, because we are listened to in over a hundred countries. For you, mm-hmm. it's 7 a.m., which mm-hmm. I give you a lot of kudos. Thank you so much for getting up and doing this at 7 a.m. And for me, it's 4 p.m. in Turkey. So, um, so I was feeling all this crazy energy. And obviously being in this arena, we're hearing all these things about like conjunctions of planets and eclipses and all these things with energy. And, um, if you could just kind of like break it down, we'll do like a real quick one-on-one mini episode for people who just really want to know the nitty gritty of what's going on right now.
1: Great. Well, I'd be happy to share because this week is pretty much one of the most significant weeks of the entire year. And there's a few reasons for that. The first reason is that there is a conjunction in the sky between Neptune, Venus, and Jupiter, which basically means that they're all coming together to give each other a little kiss. And this conjunction is very rare. It's happening in the sign of Pisces, which is about art, music, music high spiritual consciousness, forgiveness, and compassion. And since this is happening in Pisces, we will not see this again in our lives. And also I want to remind people, just because a certain transit or conjunction happens, to me, I have a lot of people that come to me and they say, ah, you know, this great love week came and I haven't met anybody yet. That's not quite how it works. I think of conjunctions and transits as a door opening. It's almost as if the veil hasn't even been lifted until this week. And now the door is open for people to see more clearly around which relationships are serving them financially, romantically, et cetera. And also there's a big opening of people's hearts Happening. I don't know if anybody's noticed or how it feels over there in Turkey, but uh, America feels very excited and rejuvenated in many ways. So I feel as if this is an opportunity or an invitation for all of us to shake off the intensity of the last two years, which were transits that were notoriously heavy feeling, right? So even on a simple basis, Everybody knows the last two years was not a vacation in Mexico necessarily. And now (laughs) the shift in the collective energy, and people are able to start to be excited about life again. I also think there's major, major love stories coming together. Uh, This is something where over the next few months, I really do believe people are going to find their, quote unquote, soulmates, um, soul partners, friendships and colleagues that they were destined to do great things for the world with. That's what this season is bringing us. And that's what eclipses bring us. Eclipse seasons are a year and a half cycle. And that is also just starting this week. We are starting our new eclipse cycle in the Taurus and Scorpio axis, which once again is going to be focused on money and relationships, which are pretty much the two biggest things that people need to deal with in their lives. So have you been feeling this sort of exciting rebirth energy? I cannot even tell you. And I, you and I did not really talk
0: too much ahead of time because I like to keep this really like spot. I don't know, just like the authenticity right? Of it happening live. You nailed it. That's exactly how I've been feeling. And not only that, but I have met more people in the last month that I've been here in a really wonderful, healthy way than I've met in the previous three years.
1: Wow. Uh, I have have
0: a really amazing, um, interview meeting that I won't go into too many details yet about, but I'm flying to Istanbul next week. Um, I'm so excited. These really amazing women who've done fantastic things, kind of retired and are coming back big. And Mm. I'm really, really excited, uh, excited to meet with them. Um, And it has something to do with wellness and travel. I'll just say that, which is my wheelhouse, right? If we can combine wellness and travel. (laughs) So, but yeah, just in general, I feel more in alignment with who I really am than I probably have felt in a decade or maybe Mm. since I was 23 which has been more than a decade. <laughs> and, well, it's interesting. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, like, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I, in the first week I was here, I totally redecorated everything. I'm like, this is not who I am. How can, I can't live like this. And I totally redecorated everything. And um, just the way people are saying, wow, you look amazing. What did you do? I'm like, I didn't do anything. I don't know. They're like, you look so different. I'm like, uh, okay, thank you. I feel different. You
1: know? Interesting. Yeah. You know, I really do notice a shift in, as someone who has been watching the collective consciousness over the past few years under a microscope in certain ways, the energy is almost as if, and, and speaking of what we all just went through, if anybody's ever gotten really, really sick, and after you're sick and you finally get better, it's almost like your eyes are wider and clearer and you're stronger than ever it's like your dna has been upgraded and i feel as if we just went through a collective purge around values and it was a big shake up what's most important and now that the shaking is done we can look around and start to rebuild as cheesy as it sounds and i know it's been thrown around for so many decades but we are rebuilding a new world underneath the old one. And one world does not have to be destroyed in order for another to be birthed underneath, just like we can add new plants to a garden without ripping up the whole garden. So I see everybody waking up, dusting themselves off and looking around and saying, What is really valuable to me and what truly makes me happy? And what do I want to spend my time doing? Whether that's in a relationship, a job, um, just your day-to-day hours, which is the only thing that we're being given. That's where we're having this big reset. And I do believe that we'll have a pretty big reset in the financial system this year, in the next six months. And it's nothing to be scared about. Um, Even certain states in America are talking about using gold bullion as a as a way of trading. and so i think people always worry that it's going to be we're going to be wheelbarrowing, you know, millions of dollars to buy a loaf of bread. that's not the reset that's happening. this is a subtle restructure. i think the the harshest biggest upheavals honestly are are behind us. Not to say that there won't be little pockets here and there, but I do feel like the world is going to set up new, better economic systems that are more viable for what human beings need at this point in their life. And we do have amazing technological advances as well. Human beings don't need to be factory workers Doing robotic, meaningless tasks anymore. And I know sometimes that can scare people a little bit, but actually, this is wonderful. This is a freeing up of society and creativity. And the biggest driving force in in most people's lives, for better or worse, is love and romance.
0: Before we get to that, let me just say, because I'm also a big follower and believer in the law of attraction, in that what we focus on expands, and energy is currency. So it's so important to pay attention to your energy and along the lines of what you just said about Mm -hmm. freeing and things that you like more is really pay attention to what feels good. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you want to do? What do you like to do? What makes you feel good when you think about it? Because things are going to start to pop up Mm -hmm. that maybe weren't there before. And you're like, wow, I really want to go do that today, but it doesn't make sense. Well, if that's what you want to do and it feels good, go do it. There's a reason that you're Mm -hmm. having these feelings right now. And it could be different things. Maybe you're a gym rat and now you don't want to go to the gym. You just want to be outside. Maybe it's the reverse. Maybe Mm -hmm. you don't want to be at work, but you want to be traveling or vice versa. Who knows? Be open to the changes in Mm -hmm. what feels good.
1: Yes. And so it
0: sounds like from what you're saying, like just be aware there are changes and go in the direction that feels good because that's the direction you're being directed or driven or kind of,
1: yeah. Led on a silver gold. Yeah, thank you. So go, I cut you
0: off when we're about to talk about love because that is something that so many people think about, right? Is, yeah. is love. And you were talking about the planet conjunctions and this being um, so rare and the only time in our lifetime. It won't happen again in our lifetime.
1: Yes, so, this won't happen again. Um, so address it with love. Addressing around love and romance there is a higher frequency of love that we're being called into that's based on real values. And one of my favorite things, um, Raw from human design would say, and it just makes so much sense in its simplicity. Love truly, if you really break it down, love is the act of taking care of something. The more let's, let's say you have a plant, a pet. Even, for example, a human being or a child comes into your life, and then suddenly you're taking care of that thing. You and I in the audience both knows once you start actually taking care of something and putting energy and attention into it, you grow an attachment and love for it. And I think that a lot of society has pushed us towards relationships that did not meet our actual needs they met the needs that society wanted to check off certain boxes and this is what's shifting to have venus neptune and jupiter in this exalted planet of pisces sign of pisces this beautiful pisces is the jesus energy it is forgive them for they know not what they do it is cleansing through water and emotions And it also doesn't necessarily have to make sense. Pisces is not logical. And what that makes me think of is the things that we do where we're like, I have to stay in this because society tells me and my children and my job and our finances. Well, all of that's out the window because this is causing us to really look at, is this relationship, friendship or business partnership, really taking care of our needs. And with this eclipse cycle going into Taurus as well, it's about, is this feeling good to me in my five senses? Is this going to actually help me survive? Which can sound strange in certain ways, but everyone that comes into your life is bringing you in a certain direction and it's sometimes hard to tell if that's a good direction or a bad one until afterwards. Yeah. So I think people are getting more clear about values and the eclipse cycle in the north node in Taurus basically the message of this is you need to get clear as a person and as a society what is most important and start shaving away any superfluous Things that are not helping you get towards that goal of Taurus, stability around love, trust, building something that no one can ever take away. And I think that's what we're going towards in romance as well as in our monetary and business systems. People are just not going to do things that don't ring their bell. I had a great psychic teacher and she said to me, make a list of things that ring your bell, even if it's a certain kind of ice cream or a certain place that you go and make that list of all these things that ring your bell and then try to incorporate those into your life as much as possible. And that will make everything flow into exactly where it needs to be, which is towards your utmost happiness, which is what God and all of the angels and everyone wants for you. I love it. I absolutely love
0: it. Um, Wow. (laughs) Well, this has been wonderful, Rosie. Is there anything um, that people can do to help stay grounded or clear or to help
1: open that door even more? I would say focus and meditate literally on your heart and the heart opening. Imagine a tsunami of turquoise ocean water that is like the Lisa Frank, you know, full of little dolphins and stars and glitter. And that tsunami of love is pushing out anything in your heart or body that was holding you back from feeling your connection to the divine, because that's what we're all truly looking for is that return to source. And I feel as if we're going to get closer to that now more than ever. And the only other thing I would say is yes, stay grounded because in all of this excitement, there is going to be a big push and desire towards, you know, a sort of Dionysus escapism, grandiose party. And if this is a wonderful thing that's connecting people, great. But if you find that you're using drugs or alcohol as a coping mechanism that's also a little bit a part of this of realizing that you don't need to run away or escape from anything anymore.
0: That is wonderful. I'm glad you threw that in there. And so some cuz change can be scary for people. Even when it's good change, it can feel uncomfortable sometimes. Um so if so the tips you would give if people are feeling cuz I'm feeling great. A lot of people are feeling great as you said. They're starting to feel more optimistic, a little lighter, a little bit more excited, but not everybody is. Some people are feeling a little scared or they're just unsure pessimistic because that has been the default for the last few years. What would you say to those people who aren't, who aren't feeling this aha moment yet?
1: Treat yourself as if you just come out of a war or a battle and you're vulnerable and and it's okay to not, you know, there's many things that now that everything is said and done, I'm, I'm very pessimistic and not happy about either, but anger and noticing what makes you unhappy is a beautiful fuel towards transformation. I would say be gentle with yourselves, but also don't be reactionary. Um, What are you really mad at? You know, a lot of people, I'm scared to go back out into the world too. It was really fun to (laughs) be in a little hermit mode. I'm a Taurus, you know, I don't like change at all. But there's nothing at stake. And I feel like the last two years in a certain way also showed people how meaningful all of this is, but also how meaningless and that it can just, it's just going to be done in a snap. So if you're feeling pessimistic, if you're feeling elated, Whatever it is you're feeling, I would also say don't totally over identify with that because we're on an emotional roller coaster as a society. And if you're at the low end of the wave, I would highly recommend people do art and music. My favorite kind of art and music is like Pink Floyd and Radiohead and Romeo and Juliet and all the melancholy <laughs> stuff, right? So this would be a wonderful time to reach into the depths of your sadness and. People, one of the most important things I will say is in the next few weeks, artists and musicians can create things that will change the world. Truly. That is really powerful. Say that again. In the next two to three weeks, and it's not like the door is shut, but there is an opening with this conjunction where artists and musicians of any kind, writers, speakers, great thinkers, can come up with new creations or epiphanies that will literally change the direction of the world and bring the world into a universal love consciousness. And even if that's out of sadness, that is a beautiful thing.
0: You know what? I think that maybe we ended on that. That was really powerful and wonderful. Thank you, Rosie, for sharing that. You know, so many people out there are creatives. Um, you know, not even the traditional like artists and music musicians, but like you said, writers Mm -hmm. and speakers and teachers and just whatever. There's so many different kinds of creators out there. Mm -hmm. Everybody's a creator
1: really to some degree. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a beautiful time to get in touch with that life force. So just picture like we are flutes, we are instruments of God and it's moving through us and for us and around us. But we also don't have to hold on to any of it. It doesn't need to feel heavy. So yes, embracing the lightness and if there is those deep, sad moments, get a little gem out of that somehow that you can go and share with the world and somebody else when they're in their dark moment, it could make a world of difference for them.
0: The silver lining, like there's literally always something to be grateful for in every situation exactly um well this this has been really beautiful so how long this is the door is opening now which is really exciting uh you said eclipse season lasts for about a year and a half um mm-hmm. and we have about a two to three week opening right now
1: a Three week window where the seeds that we plant right now in the next two to three weeks will actually affect us for the next four to five years Wonderful. Um,
0: All right, people, get out there and get busy. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Plant <laughs> those <laughs> seeds.
1: <laughs> Whatever feels good
0: to you. Oh, yep. that was so cool. we're gonna plant those seeds and then water them throughout the summer. And wow, can't wait to see what happens. If you're listening to the show and you, you do something like this, we want to hear from you. Let us know, you know, in two months, in two years, whenever, no time. Left, let us know what mm-hmm. seed you planted and what came from it. Um, and we will do the same. We will do the same. Yeah. In fact, we have a seed that we're planting on our own, which you, me, and another person, a little collaboration. So uh, we'll be able to share that hopefully soon as well. More information on that. Um, Okay. Well, I know that you have a busy day. Thank you for putting your clients aside for these 20 minutes. I love you so much, Rosie.
1: (laughs) I can't wait till we're celebrating in person.
0: Me too. You're truly a gift to the world. Um, So know that you are worthy. You are enough. You're born for a reason. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Thank you again, Rosie Cutter. And until next time, namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, Please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.